Mr. Dynamition returns, boys, back again. The boys are back in town. Sexy special. It's the it's the annual Valentine's special in which we catch up with what Soul's sex life been up to this year. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that was my little Valentine's noise there. Sounded like um, what's the impression he does where it's just he just oh it's Pierce Brosnan. There you go. That's, that sounded like Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan impression. There you go. Yeah, very accurate. <laughs> It goes on in this town. <laughs> so, as usual, we allowed our Patreon supporters to choose a film, a sexy film, for us to watch. We um, did, yes. And they finally picked a proper porno instead of the crappy films they've been picking for us before. Every oh. year, we've done a poll. I've put a real, proper, pornographic film in the mix. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. First time it's won out, which is weird because when the poll went up, Fatal Attraction, the uh, classic Michael Douglas erotic thriller, uh, ran away with it. It was in the lead for ages, and then somewhere along the line, um, Deep Throat, mm. the film that we're doing, overtook it. The and, Liz Truss uh, of the poll. Yeah, it ended up with forty-seven percent of the of the vote, which is quite oh, a lot. Not not a majority. It's very. Appropriate for (laughs) democracy. Anyway, so we have we've been looking at Deep Throat, the classic porno film that went mainstream, viral, hit, and changed the world forever. Well, in the past, I've always given people the option of uh, Debbie Does Dallas, and I think maybe one year I gave the option of The Devil in Miss Jones, which are, are very much the sort of trifecta. I would say the triforce of classic 1970s porn movies that kind of went mainstream and left a mark on culture, society. Um, this is the first year I've offered Deep Throat up, so maybe people just love Deep Throat? I <laughs> <laughs> Tell you who did love Deep Throat. Go on. Bob Woodward, was he called? <laughs> Bob Wood... Oh, yes. <laughs> Is that his name? <laughs> no, but Robert... Bob Woodward? I... All I can think of is yeah. Edward Woodward now. No, I don't know. No, the... <laughs> The Watergate journalists. Yeah, I know. It's not Bob Woodward. I, I don't know. It just sounds it too is, much It is, isn't like it? I think it's Bob Woodward. Yeah. Okay, it up, I'll tell you, I'll tell Let me look it up. Yeah. Who's the other um, one? Bob Woodward. Yeah. He. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Bob Woodward shared the pseudonym with Carl Bernstein. Bernstein, that's it. Yeah. Mm. Which I didn't know about. But, but uh, I do wonder if yeah. it is associations like that that mean that this one has a bit more of a cultural... Uh, position, I guess, than something like Debbie Does Dallas or the other one, which I'd never heard of until I was doing some research for this podcast. Um, Because, yeah, it's it's fascinating. I I hadn't I, I haven't been able to um, scope out the uh, documentary that was made about the making of this film. I'm kind of fascinated to know more in the, like from the archival mm. interviews I was watching and stuff. The idea that this went mainstream and that people like middle America would go to the cinema to see this. Yeah. It's fascinating. But that's it. It's... um. You know, it's it's worth noting that um, the person in the Watergate scandal, Bob Woodward, who used Deep Throat as a pseudonym, like he did that because it was a huge popular film in 1972 when Watergate was uh, happening. Was that mm. 1973 Watergate? You know, it, it mm. was it was relevant at the time. It'd be like someone now needing a pseudonym and they call themselves uh i don't know goose because top gun mavericks a big deal at the moment or uh i don't know what's in cinemas right now uh, uh in banshees of inner sharon 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. <laughs> My name is Inna Sharon. I have information for you. I want to hear more about all that, Calvin. Um, mm. But first of all, had you ever watched the film before? I hadn't. No. Sol? No, no. Um, oh, interesting. I thought at I, least one of us would have done, considering it's no, I, I, public domain, it seems, and available to watch on a number of sites. Well, I, I was reading, apparently, there's a there's a whole load of copyright disputes about this film, and, and mm. um, apparently there was a thing where the company that claims to own the copyright, but it's kind of dubious, <laughs> um had a bit of a spat with another adult film publishing company who owned the rights to Debbie Does Dallas and The Devil in Miss Jones and the one that owns Deep Throat uh, were publishing like un- unlicensed versions of their films on DVD so mm. the other company started publishing Deep Throat on DVD when this company got the rights as revenge and then they all agreed to kind of back off each other's um, films and so on. It, it sounds like a whole quagmire, but uh, hmm. I don't think I. I think if you had the resources, you could probably like if Disney wanted to put out a Deep Throat DVD, they could probably do it and hire the lawyers to they you know, own fight them off. <laughs> well, I think a, a big part of uh, the uh, mythology of this film is that it was apparently a gigantic box office success, but exactly to what degree of a success is a bit up in the air because there was several mm. sort of shady businessmen, mob mm. connections and that kind of thing involved in the making and financing of the film. So the numbers are all over the place because it was probably just being used for money laundering. Yeah. Um yeah, which is crazy because some would say like adjusted for inflation that it should technically be one of the highest grossing films of all time. Up do you, there do you with mean Avatar in terms of and, like dollar to dollar percentage profit? Talk. Yeah, profit percentage profit. Yeah, uh, yeah no, not, just not highest like... grossing film. Genuinely, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, which I, 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 many people have contested that, and I, I think quite rightly. Um, but this is it. it. It's just so up in the air, like how to well, it, judge the financial success of this. It, the Wikipedia page says that its box office was thirty to fifty million, which is a pretty yeah. big. Uh, <laughs> that's a very broad net they're casting there. Yeah, it's good for a porno, though, isn't it? Oh, it's well. It's it, you know, if that's accurate, if thirty million is accurate, the budget was um, just under half a million. If those numbers really? are to be believed, so where did they uh, spend that? No, the sorry, budget was sorry, sorry, under, sorry. Yeah, I I tell a lie. Just under a hundred, a hundred grand. Well, yeah, hmm. that still seems a bit much to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, well, film costs a lot to process. Film back in the shot days. and proper film. They had to pay the actors. Mm. Um, <laughs> I tell you what really struck me. <laughs> with uh watching this film mm. is that you can tell pornography was in its infancy as a as a video porn was in its infancy because they're not performing the sex it, it kind of feels like you're just watching actual people have sex just mm. like they would normally and they mm. don't look like they're very good at sex um, uh, I don't know if I'd agree with that. It's certainly having really? to work the angles and all that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I know I I agree that's... with you, Sol. There was something a bit 
off about it for me, and I think you articulated exactly what it, it was felt for me. Very it's, lethargic. Um, I don't know if I'm just sort of accustomed to a more modern style because this is very much a. Like, so much of just pop culture made sense to me after watching this film. Like that bit yeah. in American Werewolf in London where they're yeah. in the porn theatre watching a. And there's just these random character walking in and just these random sort of comedy yeah. moments. Like, that's this film. Like, that suddenly made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So Obviously, I was aware yeah. broadly of, like, shitty old porn, but it, it made me realise, like, the shitty old porn I've watched has largely been from the 80s, I think. And hmm. that's, you know, 10 years of um, developing this this genre and... and figuring it out because um i don't think porn as we know it really existed prior to uh, it was about 1969 1968 i think was the first um in terms of films yeah 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 well i mean um, I, I think it was definitely a like there's bloody what the butler saw machines like if you want to count that as <laughs> like your hmm. dodgy porno films but yeah and i mean obviously I think, you know it i think as soon as people developed the video camera they were making pornographic films uh, you know videoing people naked and stuff but I mean, thomas edison like... was <laughs> filming people yeah. louis le prince uh, <laughs> nudes dancing in round hay was the first <laughs> porno film <laughs> I, th- I think it was though there were, there were like louis le prince uh, <laughs> era porn films weren't there of course, as soon as a man got his hands on a camera, he got a woman to get it out. That's, that's I, I'm looking works. here. The golden age of porn is considered 1969 to 1984. It would be 69. So I, so I guess that's probably what I'm referring to here. But um, and yeah, and like I felt like I was familiar with old school porn, but really thinking about it, I think it's probably all from. 1985 onwards you know past the you're talking age. you see you're talking about video home yeah. video porn exactly. this is porno cinemas like you have to go yeah. and sit in the seat with other guys have yeah. a wank in the public which is wild it's to diff- think it's a different fight it's a different vibe that that's yeah <laughs> yeah it's a good place for a first date though um <laughs> i learned that i learned that from taxi driver yeah, Sybil yeah, yeah. shepherd loved it <laughs> Excellent choice, yeah. <laughs> she pretended she didn't. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is the world of porno theatres. A murky mm. world, which I've never experienced. They Because obviously in the internet age of porn, you, you want quick, short, quick clips. 60 second thing is no, all you need. Straight into business. Gonzo porn, right? Well, but, you do, you weirdo. Well, most people do. But, yeah, no, I don't know about that. Back in the day, they were making films that had sex in them. And so you mm. want a bit of story. And it doesn't have to be much, it turns out. <laughs> and the story here is uh, quite thin, but uh, it is about Linda Lovelace, who is uh, very frustrated sexually because she can't have an orgasm. Uh, and she sort of seeks some advice from a friend, and then she goes to a doctor who sort of gives her some tips. But it's all just... Uh, uh, excuse for her to get into sex situations um and then other characters do <laughs> randomly as well um it's well, still let's, only let's, i want to talk about the structure of it all a bit and, mm, yeah uh, actually let's treat it like a film um, mm. well it is let's see how we can get see if we can get on with it in that level 
the joke of this is we're meant to be reviewing this like we would anything else, but I do kind of. It's hard, isn't it? Because it's it's um, um, it's a genre we've never dealt with before. It, it kind of pornography stands as its own genre, arguably more distinct from the other genres than even like documentary compared to you know drama and horror and everything. It's it's. I I remember on one of the first days of film school. Do you remember um, one of our lecturers, uh, our writing lecturer? Uh, was making us list different genres on the whiteboard, and she was writing them down. And someone, someone said pornography very, very early, and was very proud of themselves. And she was like, "Yes, yeah, pornography." But then it was, it is just <laughs> odd to categorize it in in the same way alongside other films because they do but I, stand. Uh, apart yeah, I do and... think it, it is. It's the what you're trying to achieve with it is different to a different film. Uh, yeah, and, film. Be- and, and you know, so I, what, I watch what... everything I, I, I rate everything I watch on IMDb, um, apart from porn, because it's just like, well, that's different, and why would you bother? But I must admit, I after I watched Deep Throat, I thought, well, this was a proper thing with a story. It went out in cinemas. It's culturally culturally relevant, and I was very annoyed to find I couldn't log it on Letterboxd. Um, oh no, you can. It's just it. It's hidden uh, in. There, oh, is it hidden apparently. like it is on IMDb? Oh. Yeah, I believe so. I did have to look up uh, Linda Lovelace herself. Uh, Linda Borman, I think, is her real name. Um, but I had to look her up, and then the film was listed there. Interestingly, but I, I was the same as you, Sol, because I was kind of. I normally I've gotten into habit of rating everything that I see on Letterbox. I was kind of like, do I? do this because i feel like i feel i don't know if it's just so far removed what i would even consider porn to be in this day and age that it's like i'll just say now obviously i didn't find this titillating or arousing well that was it i I didn't sit here (laughs) i didn't sit here watching it and like have a wank and and look i'll be honest i went in like oh you know if if this if this gets me going i'm gonna go with it (laughs) but I, I I mean, not to get too ahead of ourselves, I feel like this is probably discussion for later on, but I found it profoundly unsexy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too! <laughs> and and well, I, I, I told you about this uh, when we chatted last, Alan. For whatever reason, um, I'm very compulsively into just logging aspects of my day-to-day life these days. And last year I kept a log of... Um, He's getting more autistic as he gets older. This is... I'm terrified of what he's going to say he was logging. Um, Well, look, on TikTok, right? On TikTok, every last little thing you come across is a trait of being autistic. They're like, oh, do you like collecting pebbles when you go to the beach? Autistic. So it's going to happen to everyone. Everyone's becoming more autistic because of the influence of uh, social media telling them that they are not neurotypical. Or they have anxiety, or or yeah. All right, so you things. you keep a diary of your wanks. Let's get into yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. No, right. So last <laughs> year, it was things like the gigs I went to, um, <laughs> stuff like that. Films I watched. Um, this year, I thought, all right, interesting. I don't think I'm going to keep it past uh, today. I just felt like I'd keep it for the sake <laughs> of this recording session. Um, I've got a yeah. list from the 1st of January 2023 up until today, which is the 5th of February we are recording. Um, this is everything I have climaxed to 
in the year 2023, <laughs> excluding um, actual sex. I, so, I want to know. I want to make it very clear. I would never do this in public. Yeah, whatever. Brave you, that you're doing this. I, <laughs> maybe, what do you mean you in go, public? On a fucking podcast that other people are listening to. That's <laughs> yeah, a Valentine's Day a special. Well, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you what I climaxed to, put it that way. Yeah, well, with you, it's probably on the brink of illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I tell you what, there is something in here that I found out the UK government are actively working to um, criminalise. It's currently fine, so it's alright. I watched it and had a great time with it, and then I kind of really thought about it, and I read some other stuff to do with it, um, and then I felt bad about it. Oh, deep fakes. I know it's deep fakes. I'm already on I'm already All right, on yeah, it was that. It was Anya Taylor Joy's <laughs> face like deep faked onto someone's body, so. I yeah, I must admit that's a yeah, morally it seems completely um well, immoral, but Well, it is. <laughs> it is. But then surely so is like just imagining someone or even pornography like for example, I I listened to a John Ronson documentary and he spoke to people who made porn in the video era and yeah. you know back then you had to go into a sex shop buy a, a, a vhs or whatever it was um with the video on it uh and they never in a million years imagined a world where everyone would have a device in their pocket that they could just type in their porn name and view footage of them fucking on it, it wasn't ever meant to be that mainstream and one of them's a nurse nowadays and they like lost their job had to move to another state once they found out they used to do porn because mm. uh the hospital basically said like look you're great at your job and there's nothing wrong with you but if if, if anyone ever said there'd been any sort of misconduct with you as a nurse a jury would go right well he used to do porn end of discussion so it's just you know, there's basically, I guess, what I'm getting at is porn is inherently immoral, um, and we should all feel bad for engaging uh, in it. Unless, I say that. I unless it's an OnlyFans girl, on in which case you're fine because that's taking the uh, consumer straight to the content creator and putting it. Well, you in should their be control. able to go. Oh, you're a nurse, do you, and you did porn 20 years ago. That's interesting. That's an interesting way of paying for your medical school or whatever. Hmm. Like that that shouldn't be a problem, should it? But yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I, obviously, I'm not stupid. I know the world of porn is a murky, immoral place. But I think if it was, you know, open and honest and regulated or whatever, then it doesn't it doesn't have yeah, to be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the real issue there is copyright hmm. with porn has become so unenforceable. That um, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, if 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 the copyright, you know that that material is so old that all the companies that used to make money off it probably don't exist anymore. There's no one actually chasing up the copyright. There's no one keeping a lid on it. That's the problem there, really. But I don't know. I, I guess my point is that there's lots of reasons why people might not um, want pornography of them out in the world and would have a very good argument as to why it shouldn't be out there in the world and yet it is and it's all very you know anyway you're gonna tell uh, us what you're wanking to or what well i i don't know i don't know what you want to do with it i've got a list here everything that i climb i don't want to do anything I with it possibly list everything i watched um yeah, starting just your this year. but you always close on something that you really like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so i just thought i don't know do you want to do you want to um do you want to kind of play many, it like battleships and you pick list? a date and I'll kind of give you something <laughs> random or 
Do you want to? We can't just go through it. There, uh, well, there's 57 there? items on this list. So Jesus Christ, how many days have there been? Is That's this 30, uh... 36 days we've had? Can you just yeah. give us like a sample of some and then... Wait a minute, Calvin. I want to get to... He's come 57 <laughs> times in 36 days, and that's not including sex. Yeah, and I've, which I've had a regular... presumably he's been having a fair bit, because he, you know, he likes that sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've only had one sexual partner so far this year, um, but I've been seeing her regularly, so yeah. Calvin. Yeah? That's like, what, one and a half times a day? It it is like I I mean it 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 tracks for soul I'll say that much I think that's why I'm not so stunned it's like yeah actually you know I don't think that's that much it's, um once in the morning once before bed what's the problem it's more than average for a 32 year old whatever you are what are we doing what what, what do you want us to do <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just, like we're so far away from the film now I'm like what's uh... Discussing porn. Well, no, I want to know. I, I, I want to know about Soul's wank list. I want to know <laughs> how many times did you um, climax without visual stimulation? Okay, uh, just using your a... mind. Oh, that's a well, good question. So there's there's some audio on here. Um, uh, that's still porn. I'm not including that. That doesn't count. What? What? what how many imagine imaginary? Imagine. We've got, uh, <laughs> let me count, we've got... Were you logging it as you were doing it? So it's sort of... No, sort of, I'd finish and then I'd sort of Handwriting's like, a little bit all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four times on this list it was imagination. Right, so you really are quite reliant. Um, yeah, that's unhealthy. On, on external stimulation then. I mean, I'm not saying I'm different, but, you know, I don't think I'm healthy either. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it's very healthy to be sexually virile and. Uh... Well, no, no, it's the stimulus uh, that, that we're talking about here. Um, particularly as particularly as you considered it to be awful and immoral and shouldn't exist. It's been getting increasingly weird. The stuff that I'm watching, especially this year, that's part of why I wanted to start logging it because I thought it's really weird. But it's it's almost come <laughs> round. It's not like weird, like like extreme. It's almost coming back round the other way that it's actually quite mild and inert stuff that I'm starting to enjoy. Mild is almost weirder, but yeah, like kissing. Yeah, well, oh. like I, well, no, no, I see. I think I have that as well. Like, n- not on a kind of overall basis, but in a in a session, I might like try lots of different things and go into some very extreme things. But when I actually finish. I might, it might just be someone who, you know, is like a very attractive face or something like that. It might be something quite simple. Not necessarily, but, you know. At the start of the year, I found a, a thing called face fetish that I was really enjoying, which is pretty much just a close-up of a woman's face. And she'd just be talking to camera, but, like, the camera really close to her face. Is it a bit like ASMR, but a visual version of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. January 13th. Oh, yeah. January 13th. Let's have a look. Uh... 13th of January. Oh, only one on the 13th of January. Uh, we've got <laughs> Kate Coray, uh, and the video was called Meta Beauty in the Morning and Fucked Her in the Evening, brackets, Ahegayo Face, which is, uh, that's that weird thing that they started doing where they kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. they put on like a Japanese anime set of expressions that are really over the top and uh, bizarre. Hmm. If, if I'm thinking of the right video, she started doing, like, peace symbols to camera while she was, like, with her tongue out, and it was really cringy, but then I kind of... That was part of the fun. It was like... 
it's because it's almost degrading to do something so cringy. Do you know what I mean? No. Hmm. Okay. What what's on that li- on your list, Sol? What's the one thing that was a mistake? <laughs> what do you mean that was a mistake? That you're like accidentally kind of like, oh, hang on, I didn't mean to come to that. What? <laughs> oh no, right. <laughs> Or like it suddenly uh. changed to something else at the last second. And you're, oh no! Like I just I just came to a man like licking his mustache because it cut to the <laughs> cut to the other angle. Well, I'll tell you right now. I I definitely I don't think I finished to it. I don't think it's on the list. But I remember watching something recently where it was a video of it was Japanese. I was looking for this specific Japanese video that I've not been able to find from years ago. And every now and then I'm like, oh, I want to find that video. And I ended up watching this thing that was set up as. Japanese husband basically does a loyalty test on his wife, sends a young man in, leaves them alone to kind of see if she'll cheat on him with the young man, um, pays the young man to try it on. And that, that I thought, okay, that could be fun. That could be like a sexy scenario. Uh, and then I, I watched it, and I guess just cultural differences in Japan. It wasn't that he was trying to seduce her. It, it was more like a rape, and it was really unpleasant. It was just weird. It was like the guy was too persistent, uh, not taking no for an answer, but I guess in Japan they're a lot more like, hey, sometimes no means yes. Uh, so I didn't finish to that. It was bad, but that's the one thing I think of where I would like stumbled onto something I didn't want to see. <laughs> All right, January twenty eighth, twenty eighth of Jan. Imagination. Ooh. Ah, is there a, is there a day where you didn't? Is not on your list. There's days where I didn't because I was having actual sex with a human being. Yeah. But I don't think there's any days where I haven't done anything. Uh, February 1st. Uh, that'll be one of the days I was having actual sex, from the look of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. February 5th. February 5th, <laughs> that's today. Uh, oh, this was a classic, this. Uh, Gianna Michaels, fuck the boss POV. Yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with Gianna Michaels? <laughs> no. Name rings a bell. She's an excellent performer. She's not known for being the most stunningly beautiful woman in the world. She's clearly very sexual. But she's bloody keen. She puts on a good show. <laughs> and and this I started is, looking right. for a, a POV and I found this one where she's the boss and she's like telling you off. But really I just wanted like a, a solid close up of her face because that was the mood I was in. Likes her face. Yeah. Calvin, I want to ask you because Soul's very into in his porn world. He like he knows particular actors and like what he who he mm. likes, and he'll search for. Them. I don't do that apart from a couple that really kind of ring my bell, and I might go looking for them every now and then. Yeah. I just I'm I'm more of a kind of genre. I'm going for a particular. Oh, I'm really in a particular fetish mood or whatever. Or Same. Like, or, or I just like random shit and see what comes up. I mm. generally do that. But then what's good is you can kind of, if you just search for like a, a fetish or whatever, you don't, you know, you often get the same old things coming up or it's a very surface level. So then the next level is to start combining that with, well, I like this porn star. I'll type them in and the fetish and I'll get like their take on this and see what they've done. I probably end up recognizing names and faces more out of happenstance, similar to what Sol's saying there, where it's just, if you just keep on looking at certain categories or whatever there might be a breakout star of whatever yeah. genre that is and then you're like oh who is that person and then it's just curious to see what the name is but i certainly have never sort of like gone out looking for a particular actor i've got my favorites but i don't typically start by looking for them so like today i think i was looking for something and gianna michaels popped up like on mm. one of the videos and then it made me think like oh gianna michaels oh yeah 
And I thought, like, oh, mm. I'll have a nostalgia wank. I'll, I'll have a... <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm curious at your uh, moral sort of dilemmas <laughs> surrounding um, this stuff, though, Sol. Because I must say, it's that I can only ever think of one video that I saw ever that I did have a bit of, like, a... I'm not sure that this should... Like, this this is a good, healthy thing for people to watch. But oh, by the really? sounds I of it, you... with most things that I see. <laughs> I, I see it a lot. I, I, I remember, like, you hear all the time about how violent and horrible porn is these days. And I always used to be like, what, what are you talking about? Most of the porn I watch isn't that bad or horrible or even misogynistic, really. Mm. But then I went to, like, the front page of Pornhub one day and just sort of said like i'm just gonna click on like what's popular what's trending instead of looking for a specific fetish or a specific person or whatever Mm. and i must say i was blown away by like the the front page which i'm guessing is like the mainstream what people are into at the minute and it was like a guy shoving a woman up against the toilet he was like fucking her in the bathroom but like face was being pressed into the toilet and it was very oh yeah, violent, I guess. It just and I thought like, wow, this is yeah, if this is like the mainstream starting point, people who are watching this before they've had sex and they start watching porn and they log on and they're confronted with this, that is not great. I don't know about you guys, but I'm old enough that I didn't I didn't get the internet till I was like well into yeah, my exactly. teens, you know. Mm. And even then it wasn't like you getting good quality shit. So yeah. I I I think yeah having that kind of stuff available to you when you're 12, 13 and still like discovering all this shit I don't know if that's healthy you know mm. It's not even available it's it's being thrown in at that deep end I remember very distinctly like I I kind of had a nice on ramp thanks to channel 5 and the like mm-hmm. as a kid because channel 5 used to play porn late at night but it was softcore mm. and you know it was just actors typically simulating sex by kind of grinding against each other if they ever were having real sex it certainly wasn't shown and so for a long time when i was younger i i preferred softcore and when i started looking for porn on the internet like i almost found hardcore a bit gross which i think is totally understandable having seen deep throat it reminded me of the feelings that i felt when i was younger and i was watching this stuff it's like oh this is minging 14 year old (laughs) soul's internet search history like boobs (laughs) <laughs> well no what, what i used to do was i would look up sex scenes from um films or well, go on um, so what's your favorite sex scene from films uh it's probably that one with angelina jolie and i think it's antonio banderas whatever film that is that's a very good one hmm. i don't know i'm not sure i know that one we spoke about this this is why i was familiar with that scene from showgirls before i ever saw showgirls where they're in the <laughs> swimming pool i'd seen it well you know th- this was interesting actually coming to um deep throat even with its uh reputation and everything going into it i wasn't quite sure at what level of explicitness it was going to be because i know mm. that it was sort of like it had been you know referred to as a pornographic film and all that but i was still like well it's still the 70s i don't know like how yeah. explicit this is really going to be and then sure enough in the like second scene there's uh yeah just a woman with her legs akimbo and there's a guy just going down on her and you know you explicitly see everything and yeah. you know i was but like i was a bit surprised I, at that like oh it is a full-on pornographic like very explicit film but again talking about the language of of the genre not really existing yet i'm guessing it's very mm. notable in the like number one um 
these all look like real people. And I don't know if that's just that everyone mm. was gross in the 70s, but there's no one who looks like a, <laughs> a stud or an Adonis or a They're a, all so scuzzy, they're, yeah. They're all kind of gross, <laughs> ugly people. Yeah. Um, they they all have very <laughs> average-sized penises, I thought was very <laughs> noticeable. They're all like... The cocks seem kind of bordering on floppy at times like they're not even necessarily maintaining the greatest directions Um, i guess did viagra exist back then i know that's a tool of the trade in porn because you've got to keep it hard for hours at a time with everything uh the scenes weren't ending on cum shots which is obviously just par for the course these days but it felt very like oh is that the end oh okay there was Um, was cum when you saw a cum shot there wasn't a big song and dance made of it it was very much just kind of like oh Oh, there it goes, and it just kind of dribble out. It, it, and and look, I'm not a fan of cum shots anyway. I think cum's inherently gross, personally. Oh, but, I've um... got to disagree with you there. So, big fan of cum <laughs> shot myself. You're but, you're um... homophobic. That's your problem. You're just scared of the spunk. <laughs> well, I don't like my own cum either. We've talked about this before, haven't we? You've got a sort of weird thing about spunk. I don't yeah. think that's weird. I think that's. I think I, that's... It, it's a bit weird. Well, I don't think it's that weird. Where's yeah. where? Well, if you're having sex with a lady, what what do you do with your cum? It, well, it's usually in a condom, and then I'll chuck it in the bin, tie a knot in it. <laughs> so, you, it are you are you kind of pretty much always? It's like coming inside. You don't pull out and do it on the tits or something like that. Yeah, I've never understood that that whole thing. That that's the other thing that annoys me with porn is I. I don't think it's that common to pull out and ejaculate. You know, Billy Connolly, maybe it is now with porn making. Who's pulling out and coming on the tits? Just go inside <laughs> the vagina. <laughs> I, lost, I lost the accent halfway through. I mean, that is, that. that's pretty much. He, he did a famous routine where he's like, hey, a, a, a thousand horsemen couldn't pull me out of a woman's vagina when I'm about to come. <laughs> It's like yeah, if you're if you're if you're getting there, I don't want to stop to like reposition and like carry on. Look, I've had a hard time mm. getting to the point of ejaculation. All right, maybe that's too much porn, but like it's 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 it takes a while to get there. I'm like right. Well, I it's happening. I see. I think I'm the same. Sol. I would struggle to come in that. I I struggle in that position. I need to kind of get it out and do it. Go manual, oh, you're finishing so off with a wank. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? I probably would have an easier time if I was finishing myself off myself. But then, I think that's why people mainly do it. Um, I feel like I've cheated myself out of a shag if it ends in a wank. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's you know, it, it doesn't matter where the you know that specific you know climax is. It's you know the the whole experience. Surely, like it's you know, yeah. It's not as if a, if you know, I you if I was going to do that, I would rather pull out lie down and sort myself out while they just Call like, a kiss me or something. <laughs> or put some boobs in my face or something like that. Yeah, mm. do that Sounds good. I'd well, rather just have sex and come in the woman. That's like the... Bit, bit tradition. Feels nice. That's, that's like the... It's good, isn't it? And then you can go for that fabled thing of the, the simultaneous orgasm where you both come at the same time as well. <laughs> if you ever pull that off. It's very nice. Hmm. Well, I think in porn, obviously, it's just you, you've got the visual element. So that that kind of, that's why there's a lot more pulling out, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess. But, um, but all right, I want to talk about 
the film then because it's, all, it's also ooh, very I, it's a lot easier to cut to the point of um, yeah just cut yeah get to the edit to the bit you know yeah yeah well i want to talk about right what if you're making this film you're a porn director in the 70s yeah you know, you know it, it's going to be going you, you know your film's going into a porno theater mm. what's your what you you know kind of what your clientele is going to be what what What's the average watch time? People aren't going to be sitting there and mm. watching an hour-long film, which is what this is, probably, or maybe they do. Do they just pay their like? I think they ten dollars and go in, and you can sit there all afternoon. Or is it like? Are they I, putting in I, the kind I'm... of silly comedy bits because is... <laughs> because they're trying to entertain people while they're having a wank? This is or pure what? speculation. <laughs> I kind of get the impression, mostly from Taxi Driver. Um, that people would kind of pay the money and like come into the film halfway through the film rather yeah. than um, well, they did which that obviously... with proper films before Hitchcock made exactly, which used to be yeah. part of the course in cinemas in general up until like the fourties. I understand and 50s it in anyway, wasn't it? Um, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was. Um, yeah, well, it was Psycho specifically that was the big sort of uh, mainstream sort of uh, game changer for that kind of thing. But yeah, I, so I think you bang on the money. I think that you would just pay your nickel or whatever, go into the theater, sit there, do what you want to do, and then you feel the shame afterwards. So you yeah. want to leave. I I think that's a big it. part <laughs> of the the story and the the comedy is because the people making these things you know they are aspiring actors and filmmakers or a good deal of them are and i think that they want to yeah, make one, one of the cast is, of you know, uh, did you did you see one of um god what's her name um dolly Sharp? one of the cast members in deep throat apparently went on to become quite a big broadway um no she, actor. she was before yeah, yeah. I think well, you're thinking before, about Dolly Sharp. She was doing after she was too old to get jobs as a chorus girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that the? Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, she was in like a few films in the fifties and stuff, and oh, appeared right. here okay. under a pseudonym. She was the older lady in the earlier scenes. Yeah, Linda's oh, uh, right. roommate, I guess. I don't know, but she. But I think you could tell because I thought her acting was like, oh, this is like a real actor. This is strange to watch because I thought hmm. that the main star. Linda Lovelace was pretty terrible throughout. Um, I, yeah. But then there were a couple of other actors I thought, like, I thought that the Doctor guy was pretty funny, actually. Harry Reid. I, I don't want a good actor, though, was it? It's just, well, it's just no, stupid, but, silly you know. He was, he was, he was doing wanna... something. You know, he was doing, like, his little Oliver Hardy uh, finger um, acting when he was having to uh, disinfect his hands or whatever. She just came up with a little bowl of water. But it was <laughs> very like so. Very, it, was, it was very dainty, like sort of little <laughs> movements. I thought like, oh, that's that feels deliberate. <laughs> Look for for anyone listening to this who hasn't seen Deep Throat and isn't aware, um, it's a there is a vague plot which is that there's this woman who's like a a bit of a nymphomaniac. Really, she she fucking loves sex, but. Um, She's pissed off because she's never come. And the film's very unsure of itself. It kind of really walks around that whole... They have to use euphemisms like, I've never heard the bells ring, which is a very... feels very weird that she can't just say, like, I've never come from it. And she has, like, an... She has a sort of orgy... Um, doesn't work. She goes to see a doctor, a psychiatrist, but also seems to be practicing medical 
um, physical medicine to some extent. Yeah. It's not very Mostly clear what's going on there. As a, um, as a form of medicine. He, uh, he diagnoses that she doesn't have a clitoris, but then they later realize, oh, you do, it's just in the back of your throat. Here, you need to start doing deep throat blowjobs to um, stimulate the clitoris. Um, it's actually, can I just say, as a high concept, uh, you know, elevator pitch, that is fantastic. <laughs> a woman it, it who can't is, come discovers she has you... a clitoris at the back of her throat. And it is, except you're really limiting the crescendo of your film to, like, a blowjob, which is, like, the worst bit of porn. Just boring. It's deep throat. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think in the 70s deep as well, that might have been really... Deeper than deeper throats. And, and I don't want to <laughs> go too hard on Linda Lovelace here, because, uh, as, as we'll probably talk about <laughs> immediately after this, um, it, it seems like she was not having the best time. But... Um, mm. uh, she, there's no sense that she's enjoying giving a blowjob or coming from it. It's just a very lethargic blowjob. It just looks like a normal person having a, a blowy. I don't know. So, just... so that's where your Soviet montage theory comes in. You, you, <laughs> I did find that. You cross cut to the bells. You cross cut to the rocket. <laughs> Classic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot yeah, of that's uh, what suggestive cut to a car going through a tunnel kind of editing <laughs> techniques employed. Honestly, though, I think for the time that this was released as well, like that act might have been incredibly novel to a big chunk I think of the was, audience yeah. seeing this for the first time. So I think that's yeah. why that's uh, you know the big selling point of this. Well, to bring it full uh, circle, it's like when Fifty Shades of Grey came out, and then it was novel for a, a whole mm. load of people to be like, "Ooh, spanking!" Yeah, yeah, I agree. But yeah, I, I, as I alluded to there, I only read about this after uh, watching the film. And again, I felt bad. Talking about feeling bad about porn. <laughs> mm. um, have you read about Linda Lovelace? Yes. A little, a little bit. But yeah, I mean, the, the, she, she claimed the sex she was, industry exploits women. What a surprise. Well, she claimed she was coerced into appearing in this film. Um, <laughs> abusive partner. It, she was with an abusive partner producer. at the time. That seems to be true. Um, mm. It seems like he forced her or pushed her certainly to appear in the film against her will there are conflicting um points here like there's a lot of people that worked on porn films including this one with linda lovelace who came out and said like no she was she was well up for it she she was a freak man she she was into that shit apparently she had a a, there's a porn movie called dogorama where she fucks a dog (laughs) um oh and the, the cinematographer that. was saying, like, yeah, I saw no signs of coercion there. On the other hand, I wouldn't put it past all of the men working in the porn industry in the 1970s to all kind of be horrible people who are willing mm. to kind of corroborate each other's stories to, mm. you know. Um, well, I think it, you see, a, then you it's see very... parallels with this all over the place with, like, you know, if you start talking about guys, like, any, any industry, but let's talk about actors in the 70s who... Who now are going like, oh, actually, he did this back in nineteen. 19- oh, he slapped me on the arse in nineteen seventy-five. Well, like, cancel, cancel. Apparently, but Linda. Obviously, like they're Linda going. Oh, wrote- do you know what? I didn't realize that. And they're like, people will go, well, you know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't, you know, mean anything. Like it was, it was yeah, a different yeah, yeah. time, all that. But you do something like that, you you kind of belittle a woman or you treat a woman differently or whatever, and you're in you're in a kind of world where that is acceptable. So the woman just has to kind of play it off. 
And then other men around that go, oh, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, she was yeah, fine exactly. with it. She laughed it off. That doesn't, exactly. You know, it doesn't, there's, there's all sorts of other things going on kind of yeah. on the scenes, so to speak. But then, yeah, but, so I think there's a lot of uh, that she going did on. Publish... She might not have made it obvious to the people around her because she yeah. just thought, well, this is what life is. This is what a relationship yeah, exactly. is. And then later on, you go, hang on, that that, that yeah. wasn't a good way to be. But she, she apparently did publish two autobiographies where she characterized it as like a fun time that she thoroughly enjoyed. She then became a born-again Christian and then proceeded mm. to publish a further two autobiographies where she turned around and said no actually i hated every minute of it and i was being coerced and everything mm. um but it's I'm, a complicated it's a complex thing it's probably not it. I'm, in, I'm inclined to believe the there's um well i'm inclined to believe her side of things more than not um so it, it kind of taints the the film somewhat not well, yeah I, although yeah. Having, having said that you know like going back to what we were sort of talking about earlier about modern porn i will say when i watched this it didn't particularly feel like women were being exploited in, in terms of character. I mean, who knows behind the scenes, but it felt like these women were really sexually uh, um, open and could were happy to kind of fuck who they wanted. Well, and then it, she kind of becomes a sex therapist, which she just seems to do because she enjoys it. It, it doesn't, it, you know, it wasn't, it didn't feel particularly um, ugly in that sense. Mm. which I think you don't get that these days, frankly. Well, yeah. that story of porn star does porn, claims to love porn, love the industry, leaves the industry, then says, actually, I hate it, and I wish I'd never done it. That's very common. It's, um, it's you know, unfortunately, certainly the vast majority of porn stars I've I've kind of heard give interviews after they've left the industry that is the overwhelming story you hear. Now, obviously, that is going to be biased in favour of the the porn stars who will do an interview after they've left the industry, as opposed to just disappearing into the woodwork, never to be seen again. I think, you know, <laughs> the ones who had a bad time are more likely to speak out against it. But um, there's really only, like, one or two porn stars I'm aware of who kind of talk positively about... Women, I'm talking about here. Um who talk positively about their time in the porn industry once they've left it. Most of the other people don't talk very positively about it at all. Um, and so it opens up this, this you know, argument of to what extent, yeah, to what extent they're being um, exploited. exploited, I suppose, mm. and to what extent people are capable of making decisions and, you know... I think that there has been a bit of a transfer of power in that regard with things like OnlyFans and, Absolutely, you know, yeah. porn's a big yeah. thing on Twitter yeah. at the moment. And I think people being able to reclaim their own Absolutely. space, you know, what what does go, get out there? Yeah. Um, it, it, I mean, you know, it, I'm, I'm sure that all this awful stuff does still go on as well. Um, but I would imagine it's a, hopefully a damn sight better than it was in the 70s worry when this was I think made, so probably you know that whole golden age of porn yeah, yeah. I, uh, I yeah, bet, yeah actually, I because i bet that, that yeah. was a bit more of a burgeoning hey look we're young we're gonna fuck and let's film it kind of vibe as opposed to yeah. look i'll give you some drugs come and do this sex yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i just feel like it was seedier back in the 80s and 90s yeah but yeah, I do think that you know your OnlyFans. It's like putting it's putting the control back into the hands of the actual yeah. creators, isn't it? Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. fully on board. I, I've I've never used OnlyFans, and I don't think I ever will. 
Um, the main reason for that being that the pricing seems so absurd the few times I've looked into <laughs> it and the content on there from what I can gather is typically just like solo stuff which I'm not really interested in I don't want to watch someone just having a wank I want to see you know um, but in theory I'm all for it you know I think it's you know what? I've actually genuinely tool. genuinely been thinking about this like making porn um, not necessarily as a performer but uh, like as a, as a filmmaker um, and like one, wondering if there was any way to actually make that pay, not necessarily as a, a full time job, but like as a side hustle, you know, as as a, because as an actor, it's great to have like little part time things that you can do in your own time. Hmm. So I I don't think any of us were particularly uh, titillated by Deep Throat, but were you laughing? Did you like the vibe? Let me let me. Alan, let did me you just, have a wank uh, to this? Well, let me tell you, I <laughs> oh. watched this film. Oh. With a lady, uh, <laughs> with a young lady friend of mine, and oh, good lord! I said, "Look, I've got to watch this porno film for the podcast. <laughs> Shall we watch it together? Maybe, maybe it might be funny." Um, so we were kind of watching it together in a sort of potentially sexy way, and she found it very distracting. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because it was really said, gross, right? <clears throat> well, she said she struggles with porn, like she it, like. Uh, she is very picky about her porn. Like anything that's trying to be funny or is kind of a bit weird, it breaks the spell like quite quickly for her. Mm. So she couldn't, <clears throat> she mm. couldn't really get into it. But as it happens, she was too busy with something else. She wasn't really looking at the screen anyway. So <clears throat> I watched it. <laughs> so I watched it in that scenario. And no, it didn't particularly uh, help the situation. Did you? Did you not turn it into a kind of? like vr experience like well, like in 4D. a way yeah in a way yeah. um okay. but if anything i just needed the 3d experience <laughs> <laughs> that i was that i was happy with i didn't need did you enjoy that bit element. where <laughs> the guy puts like a can of coke in the woman's <laughs> oh, vagina? right yeah okay look i i found a couple of the elements um uh, I was surprised that they were doing that stuff in the seventies. Let me put it that way. I, thought, I was. I thought that's the sort of thing that is a later development when we get yeah. bored with just sex. Let's. That, let's I, I had the same exact thought. I, I was mm. very surprised at that. So, for listeners, um, there is a scene where a guy puts a can of coke in a woman's vagina, and I don't mean that Not he uses can. the can as a <laughs> a dildo, which might be how you'd think they would approach that. I mean that he kind of puts like what is it like a plastic cup thing in, and then he like pours the liquid in, and then he drinks <laughs> it out of the vagina with a straw, and then it's very niche, someone uh, kink, I think. Yeah, and then someone says, "Everything tastes better with Coke." <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> and then they both. They start- just- that yeah. was like they started playing the I want to teach the world to sing. <laughs> oh my god, that was the other the soundtrack in this film. <laughs> oh my the god, fuck? the soundtrack. The bubbles. Like at least when the Coke came out, the bubbles that are throughout the entire soundtrack made a lot more sense. <laughs> because like throughout the songs and everything, there's just this like <laughs> kind of bubbling noises, but the songs themselves are pretty uh, shocking. Yeah. Well, for number one, it's that's a that is an archaic. That is not something you get anymore. The the we're gonna lay music over the top of the sex scene. I think that is very much of the past. Mm. Um, 
But it wasn't even your typical like bow, 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 yeah. kind of thing. Like it was like weird like seventies folk songs or something. Well, it was there were odd. licensed songs. There there was obviously there was um, a song that I'm assuming was written for the film because the lyrics were all about deep throat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming I'm assuming that was the theme tune written and performed for Deep Throat. But then there were licensed songs. There was that one that um uh, Strange Love or something it's called which is probably mm. best known now because it's sampled by Pitbull as the theme tune for Men in Black 3 the, of course the, it is <laughs> the one that goes that one uh, and yeah that Bubbles song Forever Blowing Bubbles <laughs> which I'm, I'm only familiar with because they, they quote it in the Christmas special of The Office. I don't think I'd ever heard the song before. Yeah, that was very unsexy, right? Yeah, very unsexy. A big part of enjoying porn for me is um, the audio. I like hearing mm. the noises. Yeah, I guess that was just a thing. You couldn't record sound as well. Yeah, the sound <laughs> is generally not good in this film so yeah, yeah i was gonna say there's some very there's a lot of ambient noise that is like cutting awkwardly in and yeah. out when a, like a com- they're having yeah. a conversation by the pool <gasps> at the start and when it's the when it's linda's uh, yeah when it's linda's yeah. audio you can just hear the water trickling and then when it's the other lady's audio there's nothing <laughs> and it just cuts in and out abruptly pretty yeah bad. Um, yeah yeah hey look it's hard to edit in the 70s they didn't have computers <laughs> to do it it really is you know that's no joke <laughs> like th- there are jokes in here. I I assume that there is you know comedy. The whole um, thing's a joke. Like well, the do- everything the doctor does is obviously high comedy, and then yeah, by high I mean you know not highbrow. I mean surreal, <laughs> I mean, bordering on surreal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and then you know like the whole plot is that she goes he he sends her to go and be a sex therapist and have sex with people to make them feel better about whatever their psychological problems are mm. what was that I, I felt like they'd run out of ideas at the end so the final scene of this film is basically she becomes a sex therapist she's just sleeping with men to sort of help them of their their medical problems like oh he needs to expunge his seed because he's having he's too backed up it's stuff like that <laughs> um and then there's this one guy where it's like oh he he's got a fetish it's very specific he likes to pretend to be a burglar um <laughs> who watches the woman and then rapes her and she's like okay i'll i'll engage in that then i'll i'll indulge that We've fantasy done a bit of role play yeah and then she's there like shaving or whatever while he's watching and then he comes in and goes i'm a burglar stick him up see give me all your money <laughs> and uh, money, she's man. like oh please don't please don't hurt me i'll do anything and he's like well yeah i'm going to rape you see and she's like okay just don't hurt me and then he's like oh you fucking ruined it now you're not <laughs> no, meant I like to that, say okay the, the, the joke of that scene was that she's a shit actor and i thought it was very meta <laughs> she was too shit an actor to get him horny. It was good that he. It was good that he told us that explicitly because it wouldn't have played otherwise. Because yeah, there's no difference between like her and that scene or any other scene. And also, he's a worse actor than she is. Yeah, <laughs> to add an extra layer bad. to it. And him, and anyway, then he they he immediately falls in love with her. And he is paying her to be there. You know, he's paying yeah. his medical treatment that he's paying for. Yeah, probably yeah, yeah. part of his HMO. No <laughs> chemistry there. 
less chemistry than uh, between Ashton Kutcher and Reese uh, Witherspoon <laughs> on there. Red carpet no, no, photos for get, their new Netflix that rom-com all, that's it. coming out. That's very up to the minute, actually, Sol. I only saw that on Twitter this morning. <laughs> this anyway. man is topical. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be that'll probably be the Netflix Valentine's Day release coming out this year, I'm guessing, so it's mm-hmm. right on the money. Um, but yeah, there, there's no chemistry at all, but he's in love with her, uh, and she's like, look, Obviously, I would be in love with you as well, obviously, because we've just slept together, and that's how it works. Um, but I need a man with a nine-inch cock, because uh, my clitoris is nine inches down my throat. And look, I'm, I'm, I need to you know, be satisfied in a marriage. And fair enough. like Good for her, looking out for her needs like that. Strong independent woman. And then they call up the doctor, and he's like, yeah, I can do that. She says, I need someone with a nine-inch penis. And he's like, oh, no, I'm only four inches off. They ring the doctor say, can you make me nine inches? He says, yes. And then he says, the doctor says it's fine. He can cut it down to any length I want. Whips out a big cock. The problem is it doesn't quite work because he's just got a, like a normal size cock. Yeah, that was the problem when I got when yeah. they got to it. I mean, I'm bigger than that. Maybe this is years of... This is years yeah. of being desensitized to like gigantic cocks and porn, but it needed to be like Mark Wahlberg's prosthetic from Movie yeah. Nights. It, like it needed to be like that because like I, I had to actually rewind that because I was like, was that a, a, attempting to be a joke? Because I, I had to like go back and understand well, I, it. I thought maybe this guy's maybe this guy is such a bad actor because like he was the big the big cock guy you had to get in and they had to make yeah, like exactly. do with the fact he can't act but you know that's what you get you get a big cock you don't get a good performance but that felt like a personal attack so <laughs> um, another joke alan perhaps you can explain this to me um earlier on in the film after what's the name's housemate has had that orgy um she's yeah. on the sofa and then this like camp old man comes in <laughs> 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 I, I, I found it funny, but I didn't really understand no, no, what no, was Because he's there earlier when the two men arrive. He's already there. And then he goes, he, then yeah, he's just there. And she's, he's like, you called me, honey. I didn't call you. I thought he was like supposed to be the landlord. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that was meant to be. Ever. I enjoyed it anyway, whatever it was. Mm. Yeah. Do you guys want to pick some more dates out on my list? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll do January 1st, New Year's oh, Day. January 1st, oh, starting oh, the oh, year. Yeah. Because uh, he, might have, got... he might have had about five on that day. There's two here. We've got Luxury Girl, that's her name. Fucked doggy style face close-up. So yeah, that was one of these close-ups of a face, just uh, hmm. locked off camera position. And then this second one that day... <laughs> second one that day, uh, my, my GF fucking a guy she met in Barcelona, brackets, audio... So that's someone who <laughs> recorded his girlfriend mm. having sex with someone and posted nice. the audio up. Have, has anything happened to you in the last five weeks, uh, Sol? Any like major life events? Maybe like a loved one has died on a particular date. Anything like that? <laughs> no. Are you alluding to? No, I just wanted to know if you like. Oh, oh I yeah, see. This what was you my mean, grandma's okay. funeral. Uh... I just wondered what you would be wanking to that night. <laughs> no, not really. Do you want me to look? I'm, I'm just looking through this list, right? Do you want me to tell you the the choice, like, oh, that was a weird one? Because most of these are very normal, actually. It's just like, okay, yeah, uh, people have sex, filthy gangbang, housewife bangers, hardcore, normal, up and normal close. Stuff, yeah. 
Tinder. Oh, this is a weird one. 9th of January. Unknown. Mm. I didn't even know the person's name. Oh uh, this is the sort of thing you like, Alan. This, don't know. this was like <laughs> a 30 second like clip. Uh, it was just called I Heard You Like Slutty Teens in 90s Chokers. And that that's just a video of a girl wearing like a you know like a choker around her neck those things yeah, that were big yeah, yeah. in the nineties. Mm. It was just a video of a girl wearing one of those kind of looking at camera she, for about thirty was she seconds. Doing anything? I don't think so. No. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We've got uh, fuck Layla Star fucks the shit out of her fan contest winner. That's your classic fuck a fan genre. Uh. <laughs> Friend zone joy, <laughs> jerk off instructions. I don't even remember what that was. Uh, dirty talk, cheating wife tells husband about fucking his friend. Part three. That's a bit. Of... Oh, here we are. I, I here's a TikTok video I wanked off over. That's a bit weird. Oh my god. <laughs> my girl accidentally answered the phone while she was cheating on me. That was a really funny video that was in like the comedy like bits, and it was this guy filming his mate, <laughs> and I think it was real, and he like he answered the phone like she'd butt dialed him or something or he was phoning her but like it was on the car speaker and you could just hear her going like uh uh and he was like yo what the fuck and then like all his mates were like cracking up laughing and then he like phoned up again and just heard like uh uh and then like she'd stopped answering and the guy just looked really upset <laughs> and you you came to that yeah it was good <laughs> um, let's see there was a there was a cam girl, you know, on those ads you get where it's like a live thing, and they're just like, oh, no, he, God, he's now he's coming to the adverts. <laughs> oh, oh, here's a weird one. Area. This is a weird one. Dom Jane and Ellie Idol, two foxy pounce. Now that is foxy just a video pounce. of two women kind of going mm, mm, and like pouting at the camera, going. Mm, mm. You've got a real thing about faces, You've haven't you? Faces. I have at the minute. This I have, is yeah. new. Yeah, and it's really funny that one. If you go in the comments on that one, it's all people saying like, "What the fuck?" And I guess there's something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you're never too old to discover new things about yourself, I guess. Right? I don't know, I'm wor- I'm a bit worried. Calvin, this is a good one. Yeah. I really like this one. This is an old favorite. I've gone back to a few times. Zara Brooks, a fucking conversation. There are these Zara? people online called Producers Fun. And they make videos where, like, the the joke is that the producer is, like, trying out the talent himself. And they go, like, oh, Mr. Producer. And I'm not interested in that. But they do these little, like, side videos to promote the main videos. Where they'll, like, interview the porn star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a seven-minute trailer. But, yeah. They'll, like, (laughs) they'll interview someone while she's getting fucked. uh, And she'll sort of have to ignore it. So she'll sort of be like, yeah, so, um, I moved to L.A. about three years ago. (laughs) I do quite like that. Actually. Yeah, it's I really enjoy that. It's a, it's a whole genre I really enjoy. Uh, Zara ah, so it made you laugh. I mean, so, it doesn't make me laugh when I'm watching it. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to draw a link between you know the uh, the comedy and the arousal that maybe uh, Deep Throat is going for that uh, I didn't think existed. But well, I I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, but they uh, I think they've tapped into a very specific kind of fetishization of uh i don't mm. really know what that is is that like it's there's like a de dehumanizing element of the man i guess or or is it more of a humiliation because he's just being ignored 
I I don't really know what it is, honestly, but uh, it's, it's hmm. good fun. Complicated. Uh, <laughs> anyway, there you go. That was ah, fun. Right. Yeah. Calvin, have you ever been paid for sex? <laughs> um, no. But sadly, I think when you know when I was like you know fifteen, sixteen years old and going on <laughs> websites and stuff, there, was, there were there were offers from you know awful older men, which is really sick looking back on it. Very uh, generous older men, I think. Do you remember uh, Calvin? Um, do you remember when you, I, former guest of the show, Connor Murray, and oh uh, our female, story. I knew this was coming. our female housemate back in uni, um, went on. I don't know Unnamed. why we went on some yeah, like, website. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to name. She, you know, she might name everyone know. else involved. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yes, I do remember. Do you, do you remember when we went on some? I don't know how we ended up on there, but we went on some like cam site. But we yeah. were like streaming on it for some reason. But we weren't. We were just sat in your room, not doing anything, yeah. just watching the other streams. Like what the fuck? And yeah. our stream rocketed up the ranking on this website to like number two or number three, like most viewed. Yeah, it was, it was really it was bizarre. Up there. Yeah. And they were really into it, and it, I guess they were. It was the anticipation of maybe they'll do something. Yeah, because there was four of us, <laughs> and then we got banned because um, we hadn't like uploaded our IDs, and I guess someone was like, "They look a bit young." Um, <laughs> oh, I don't remember that part of it. No. That was why we. That's why we gave up on it. We didn't ever do it again. Mm. I remember some, there were some it, messages like. in the chats of like, "Fuck each other." <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, when's it gonna start? <laughs> That's very common though. When you when you see these cam girl things now, like the one on my list back there, when you always get them mm. posted up as like adverts before the main video or pop ups. If you ever stop and watch any of those, it is all just like, or or people sometimes record and archive them, and you can watch like the full thing and skip through it. It is just mm. like an hour plus of like cocktees of just a woman sat in front of a camera and people sending credits and them kind I guess of going, it is, yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Joseph 69 or whatever. And, and then... <laughs> it is the anticipation of it, I guess, isn't it? And I obviously it is so, a money-making yeah, yeah. venture. Like they want as many people to come through as possible. And you know, I think that's it. Send them money to get on with it. But, yeah. And then um, eventually they'll get their tits out and jiggle them around a bit. And then that's the end of the show, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a personal touch. In fact, I think the cam show that's on my list that I watched was one of those archived ones. I think someone popped up on a um, on an advert. I took a note of a screen name, searched it mm. to see if she'd ever done any like videos, and there was just like an archive of one of her things. And I skipped through it to the end and watched mm. that bit. But she did mm. bring someone in eventually, like a boyfriend, to just kind of like put it in for 10 minutes and then that was the end they did used to have a thing on that uh cam force site which i think was the one i don't even know if it's still going anymore but they did have like a money thing where you know gauge where if you hit a certain point you could set goals basically so at this yeah. point i will take my top off at this point i'll take my dress off or whatever i remember there yeah. was one guy who did a thing where he had just some tradesmen <laughs> at his house <laughs> like and i pretty sure it was genuine you know when you can just tell these things and he'd set up a secret camera and he was saying like oh if i get to this 
amount. I'll wank in front of the guy and stuff. And he actually did. Uh, but it it but it was just sort of like I'm fairly sure this is illegal or this tradesman this that like you could tell yeah. that the tradesman knew something was going on like this is really because the guy wasn't being obvious about it he was sort of like walking in and just putting his hand down his pants and sort of you know if you knew what was going on you could you could tell but Louis C.K. style I was gonna say yeah. that's what Louis C.K. did pretty much isn't it. <laughs> Not quite, but that's the kind of thing that you'd see on that site. I wonder if that that kind of thing. I feel like there's that the, there are, there are limits, uh, procedures in place that prevent that kind there's of thing more, happening. There's, but... It's getting stricter these days. Like yeah, ten twenty years ago, that was the wild west of the internet, wasn't it? Yeah, it's definitely a bit more tight. Yeah. I'll tell you what I hate now. Right, I like the keyword revenge in my poem. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> because I enjoy looking sometimes for like. Sorry, not revenge, that's the wrong word. Uh, blackmail, sorry. Because <laughs> occasionally, I want to watch a video where it'll be like, look, right, I saw you cheating on your boyfriend, so now you've got to sleep with me, otherwise I'm going to tell him. And mm. why I like that is because you get a load of videos where the woman is like, she's consenting, she's going along with it, but she's just a bit annoyed about it. And she's like checking mm. her watch, she's like yawning, she's like, will you hurry up, please? Is it like, are you going to get on with it? And I like that sometimes when I'm in the mood. I like when the woman's just like, for fuck's sake. And <laughs> the problem is, blackmail is tied to the revenge porn trend. Yeah. So then if you search for it on Pornhub now, you get a little pop-up saying, this might be that you're trying to look for stuff that's illegal in the UK now, because revenge oh, porn is illegal. And it's like, no, I'm not trying to look for revenge porn. I don't want revenge porn. I don't want someone's like unwilling ex-girlfriend. I don't want that. I want mm. two actors, very clearly actors, fucking shopping here. I want two actors okay. getting mad because they're in a weird scenario and one of the people is pretending they don't want to be there. Hmm. Do you need to let your shopping in? Yeah. Go and let your shopping in. We'll talk about your problems. You, yeah. you do that, yeah. I'll be back in a bit. This may or may not be edited out. I think we'll probably leave it in. It'll be fun. <laughs> Word. I am curious about, like, the comedy element as well. I was thinking, like, maybe it's, you know, like, in horror films, you often have a moment of comedy to undercut tension or something. I wonder mm. if the comedy is there to sort of make it break the ice in the cinema like i i don't know but it because it's so broad like the one point when the guy has like a little band the doctor has a little band-aid on his knob <laughs> and it's like oh god that's a real jokey joke um well you know you know what it reminded me of um for a lot of obvious reasons pink flamingos Yes, I was thinking about Pink Flamingos. Very yeah. similar kind of, yeah, that low-budget vibe and kind of non-actors kind of thing. But mm. also in a slightly anarchic sense of comedy. They're just kind of, they're just throwing ridiculous ideas and there's no one there to stop them. So yeah. they just do it. They've probably just got the actors like, okay, you're a wacky doctor. Do something wacky. Yeah. Your cock's so sore because you're having to service two people constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can play with that. I've got a hot water bowl. <laughs> I guess it was that. That actor actually ended up Harry Reams. He ended up being, um, I think he was yeah, arrested by the FBI uh, in the years that followed well, the film. Well, that was it. I think this, this, this went so mainstream that it, it created a backlash. I think it was, yes, yeah. it did. And he was targeted. I uh, saw a very articulate interview that he gave on some like mainstream chat show at the time about this arrest and how he was very much... You know, he he wasn't a financer of the film or anything like that. He turned up, did... I think he said it was, like, one day's work. And then, 
you know, that was it. But because he was one of the faces of it, and yeah. the FBI were just very keen to make an example and vilify, I suppose, that he ended up being arrested and had to sort of go through some procedures um, for, you know, uh, distributing indecent whatever mm. uh, charges. But yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, they obviously were just trying to make... And then in, in the 80s, there was a big crusade against video porn and that became more popular and became mm. more, it became started becoming more freely available. It's like, oh, it's in your home. Your children can find yeah. it in your cupboard. Ooh. Yeah. So like there's that, that's an extra element of it. But yeah, like you were saying, this, was it you? Anyway, but like we said earlier, that this was a world that was a kind of a niche thing that a few perverts in a long <laughs> Mac would watch. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you sort of like yeah, someone like Linda Lovelace is suddenly like an international celebrity for something yeah. you perhaps might not want to be reputed for. No, exactly. Um, and in a society vilifying you for it. Yeah. Well, I did want to look up actually I did look this up. Um let me find the thing because I was when we talked earlier about the amount of money this thing made, like I say, Wikipedia estimates it between thirty, fifty million dollars. Obviously mm. very disputable. The highest grossing film of nineteen seventy two was The Godfather with eighty six million dollars. Oh, wow. The second highest was the Poseidon Adventure with forty two million dollars. So the idea that Deep Throat is like potentially the second highest grossing film of that year is I don't uh, buy it really, yeah. I don't buy that at all. No, it's very dodgy. There's really, really no... Because even a porn film that goes mainstream is not a mainstream film. It's, yeah. And it's it's still not playing in mainstream cinemas. You've still got to undergo it. And it might make it in the same way that we saw with um, the, the, the Fifty Shades of Grey. It's mm. sort of like it suddenly opens this window to mainstream society go it's okay to talk about this it's okay to say oh yeah i like being spanked mm. it, it was mm. it was like that it was like a lot of people maybe not like your 70 year old grand but like maybe younger people who were like oh i've always sort of thought it might be fun to go to a porno theater but i never yeah. would and like now it's kind of well it's okay everyone's going to see this film it's okay mm. to when your mum read 50 shades of gray it was like that's <laughs> <laughs> that's like oh that's socially acceptable now yeah and I think it was the same thing. So you're probably going to get a lot more people in, but it's still, you know, it might be the biggest selling porn film ever, but it's not, it's not Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, oh, he's back. I'm back. I'm out of breath. We had, we had a really um, on-topic <sighs> conversation there, so you're going to have to keep it in the episode now. Great. So. <laughs> did, you, did you see what I saw, which was, um, you know, the woman playing the, the other nurse who gets shagged by the doctor? If you oh, yes. Carol Car- Connors. Yeah. Do you know who her daughter is? Oh, no. What's her name? Carol Connor? It's not the same name. Her daughter is Thora Birch. No! As in American Beauty and presumably things since the 90s. Oh, my God. So the the father's name is Birch. But yeah, I looked her up just kind of curiously. Oh, I wonder what else they've done. And that was what was there. That is fascinating. Huh? So you you can't break into the industry from porn, but... Maybe you can um, get into the LA scene and get your kids into into the industry. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's like that kid out of Outnumbered. His his dad does bend over. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Who was your <laughs> first high school girlfriend, Carly? <laughs> uh, in high school, uh, <laughs> Gemma. Was her who, name. Yeah, who who would you have settled down with, Calvin, if you weren't allowed to be gay anymore? Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking back to like 100 years ago, if I had to work in mill in Yorkshire, and, <laughs> in and a mill, marries, you see yourself working some... in the mill, not even down the mines. I guess. No, 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 no I'm, I'm working Yorkshire. working class family, Te- textiles. 
I'd have to find some comely maid <laughs> who would uh, remain discreet. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think, Calvin? Genuine question. Do you think if you'd grown up in like the olden days, you know, let let's say the era where you could kind of get away with being a bit gay, but you'd sort of be a confirmed bachelor, you'd know, you probably wouldn't be able to live together. <laughs> you'd live with um, his sister. People would kind of, <laughs> people would talk, you know? Mm. Um, you'd be a bit of a, a pariah in the village. Yeah. Um, do you think, do you think you would live a sham? And just yeah, I think of... absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I think, well, I think in those days as well, if you, if you don't have anything to sort of, you know, if you are growing up in a in a world where it is just men and women get married and have kids, and this that's is what it, I mean. Like... If you're not encouraged to explore your sexuality, you might just yeah. think, oh, I guess, like I, I'm not even considering that I might not be straight. I right? just yeah, thought exactly. sex was yeah. disappointing, and I'm just not that mm. into it. But yeah. oh well. That's like, yeah, exactly. yeah, but surely you're gonna be like casting a a, a glance over at, at the other the other man at the, at the mill. <laughs> Possibly, but would you? <laughs> Possibly, but would you ever act on it? I don't know. It's it's interesting. I'd love to know yeah. what it would be like if that kind of thing were just in a vacuum. Yeah, um, I mean, it's 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 obviously it's a bit like asking if you would have helped free the the Jews in Nazi Germany, or if you would have just conformed, like being a Nazi. Like yeah. It's like it's not. Re- it's so alien to and us. What you're it's saying so is, far Calvin, removed. you would be a Nazi. That's basically. What you're <laughs> you no, I just like, mean it's so far turned. removed from our reality <laughs> that, like, you couldn't possibly say what you would do with any real. Conviction. You don't know, do you? You'd be re- you'd be a totally different person. Well, you would have raised. Yeah. There would different... be conviction if you got caught. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, what about you, Alan? Would yeah, you? Well... Would you? Um, you would have just settled down, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I was raised in that environment, really, and I sort of it was I certainly uh, embraced um, non non hetero non monogamy type things as I've got older and a bit more worldly, and gone moved to Lon- moved to that London where everyone's gay. Calvin, you, Calvin, one last thing. Mm-hmm. You live with your partner, obviously. Yes. So yes. how do you get time to have a wank? How do you get the privacy? Uh, well, with... Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Calvin doesn't masturbate anymore because he's in a loving relationship and he only has sex with his partner. Obviously, <laughs> Alan. I know what he was going to say. He was going to say because he works from home, it's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, what would you have done if we'd said, oh, January 17th, and Saul would have gone, oh, a picture of Calvin? <laughs> <laughs> it was a challenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise me either, because it's probably some weird, like, I, I don't know, some weird personal challenge he'd oh, do you set know himself. What, what, what I wouldn't have been surprised by would have been, oh, January 17th, a mirror. That wouldn't have surprised me at all. <laughs> yeah, nah. I've I've done photos of myself before. I have done stood that. over a mirror. You've wanked uh, to photographs of yourself. January seventeenth. Let's see what it actually was. That's January a bit. 17th. Personal, yeah. personal media, personal it's a bit sus. homemade. Yeah, that is yourself. I bet you were in it, weren't you? I was actually. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It wasn't me. I, like to I was detach getting myself. Narcissist. Um, yeah. Yeah, a bit um, of homemade stuff. That um, is is it yeah. weird for us to put numbers on deep throat? I, I, it I feel is. Like I, I 
I don't even know where to begin with ranking it and rating yeah. it, but I'll do it. Yeah. I um, I'll go first because recently I watched Sallow. Uh, the 120 <laughs> Days of Sodom. Now we're talking. And this, yeah. I saw this left a, a real imprint on you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it for some time, and not <laughs> not for good reasons. Um, what is it, this it, film? Because oh, I get the Saul, you should watch that. It's, I get the yeah, impression I mean, I, it's I, like a an infamous. Um, it is. It kind of is. It's just a dirty sex film, but because it's Italian, it like. That's trying to pretend that it's some sort of commentary art. on fascism, but it's sort of like I mean, it it goes into some real. I'm not going to spoil it, but it does go into some places that I can't imagine most people. You know, the point is not for it to be arousing, and it gets to oh, some things. As well, <laughs> oh, God, Alan, I see it's, um, it's separated into four circles. Uh, inspired by Dante's Divine Comedy, and the second circle is called the Circle of Shit. So, interesting. <laughs> they eat they, the poop. There is, yeah, there, there is just a, uh, an entire sequence where they do just have a banquet of shit, and they just force oh, people lovely. to eat shit while they eat shit, and it's just, it's really grim. Um, anyway, uh, I think I enjoyed watching Deep Throat more than that. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, and yeah, I oh God, God help me. There, there was a bit more of artistic merit in Sallow. I still put them both in places of exploitation, um, which is you know, there's a place for that. I guess I give Deep Throat four out of ten. <laughs> God, I've, I've I... given much better films less than that on this podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, no, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna I... stick with that. No, no, I, um, sorry, just one final point. Um, I, I, because I do think that whilst obviously it's very shoddily made, the story's very poor. I, it's certainly not arousing. Everyone looks really scuzzy and awful. It does have a vibe and a sort of. Alan mentioned this while you were getting the shopping soul. A kind of John Waters, um, it, yes, I do. aesthetic, I, yes. which. It, there is something just kind of kitschy and yeah. appealing about it, and I feel like its influence is so uh, widespread that I feel like I've gained something culturally by having watched it, even though I don't think I'll ever watch it again. And I would only really recommend it to people on the basis of that historical uh, oh, context. I, I completely agree. I, I'm really glad to have ticked it off. Um, and at some point, I'll probably watch Debbie Does Dallas and and The Devil in Miss Jones for similar reasons. Um, but it, you know, it, it feels like watching a film the same way that I watched Triumph of the Will, <laughs> the infamous Nazi propaganda <laughs> film, because it's yeah. an interesting, arguably important, influential historical document. It, it it didn't feel like a film that had any actual value as a film and i i can acknowledge that like this film arguably had to walk so that modern pornography that i clearly enjoy um could run um and i and i discovered a film actually at the tail end of last year that i really uh got a lot out of like a proper porn film with a plot and everything that i Maybe I'll put it on a poll for a future year. I doubt we'll ever do it. I doubt anyone will ever vote for it. But um, uh, a film called Perspective, which really like opened my eyes as to like, oh wow, like there is porn that is like well acted and really nicely shot, and there's a lot of artistry to it. And I got really into the plot, and the the scenarios became like increasingly twisted, just in a kind of everyone's cheating on each other and 
making them all feel like shit kind of way, not in a kind of like, you know, extreme BDSM kind of way or anything like that. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I guess films like that all stem from a film like Deep Throat coming along. And um, the, But then the argument is, you know, did Deep Throat really make it so that those other films could exist or would they have just happened anyway even without deep throat and i think it's probably more the latter really probably, um, but the, the the fact that deep throat was the mainstream success is probably more fluke than anything else but the yeah. fact that it was probably pumped money into the industry if nothing else yeah um, certainly and a, and a bit yeah. of um a bit more and perhaps more creative so actually we're like oh yeah get involved yeah so i don't really like if if i'm to rank it alongside other films just on an entertainment level what i got out of like well let's put it this way to, to rank it alongside other porn it is a one out of ten there is no titillation. <laughs> There's nothing of like value to this whatsoever for me. Um, they're all really ugly people having very shit sex and it's not filmed very well and <laughs> there's very... barely anything to carry me through the in-between bits. Um, I found it, like I said, profoundly unsexy. So to rank it as a film and not a porn film, um, it's going to have better odds. But then there are there are like one out of ten films I would rather sit through again than this. I would probably rather watch Resident Evil Apocalypse again than <gasps> sit through Deep Throat again. Good lord. So I, I kind of feel like I've got to give it one out of ten. But that feels incredibly harsh and like I'm not really meeting it at its own level. But then Linda Lovelace does claim that she was coerced into being in it and it doesn't sound like a very nice thing so yeah fuck it one out of ten <laughs> i think you guys are very down on the actual sexual content here you know it's still people sucking a cock or whatever it's like you can get onto that they're fucking yeah. gross ugly cocks with like horrible fluffy pubes and like i didn't think the technique looked particularly there were a couple yeah, of points it's... where i winced and i was like oh that doesn't look <laughs> that yeah. would be nice. I'm, I'm gonna go and have a wank to this right now just to prove a point <laughs> I mean, please do, but well, no. To be fair, really I was. Uh, to be fair, I was having sex watching this film, um, but had to pause it so that we could actually get into it properly. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it was too distracting. I would find it too off-putting, certainly. Yeah, so, it was. Uh, I didn't. I didn't want to. Um, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. I would much prefer to uh, enjoy the more attractive. <laughs> woman I was with at the time so <laughs> I was alright with that I find it amazing actually Linda Lovelace was a real kind of breakout star from this and you know to the point that there's a, a an Amanda Seyfried uh, biograph biographic film um, hmm. that was made in 2013 or something about her life Um and I found that the most surprising part of this film, because I was expecting to watch it and think, like, wow, yeah, what a star. Wow, mm. what you know, either she looks amazing or she's just got some charisma. Like Gianna Michaels, who I spoke about before. Like, you know, Gianna Michaels isn't the most amazingly stunning woman in the world, but she's a fantastically charismatic um, performer. She's got a lot of sexual charm. I just got nothing from Linda Lovelace. I just, I don't really understand. Other than, I, I think it's like when... Right down the throat. <laughs> well, I think it's... Well, yeah, but they were tiny little weedy... I could take a cock like that down my throat, Alan. It's not... <laughs> oh, there he is again, Calvin. He thinks he can do anything. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're the only one in this room who hasn't actually done it. So <laughs> you should be the last one to start talking oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Don't be so sure about that. But uh, it's, been a, it's been a fun year. Plastic ones don't count. Exciting year. <laughs> we, I, I've had an incredibly um, sexual year with all sorts of madcap stories and stuff. And we barely, we've not touched on it at all. And we're out of time now, so yeah. sorry, listeners. I, know, I didn't rate the film yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on, Alan. <laughs> All right. Uh, I give it a 6.9 out of 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh he's done it. He's done it. All right. Actually, Alan, you're better at maths. Is there a way... <laughs> is there a way the three of us can give a new rating so that the final score will land on, like, 6.9 out of 10? <laughs> no. Between I think we'll give it 6.9 out of 10. No, we'd need 11 will. people to be able to do that. All right, okay. Oh. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, but right. yeah, we, um, I think, you know, in, in reality, yeah, I would, I'm sort of on the same board as Calvin here. I'd, I'd want to give it like a four or something like a four for like, just for, yeah. I, I, I know what you mean. I feel like I'm being very harsh, but I just... But, it's, but let's not... There are moments in it which are crap, like just from a oh, yeah. point of view. Like the there's there the intro is like six minutes of like open yeah, and it's just there's a nothing car visually driving. interesting happening at all, and there's lots of mm. slow, boring bits. So yeah, it's, it's just filler, so they can put the credits over something. That's it. It's a, it's amateurishly put together, which fair enough, it's porn. But then you know, in modern porn, is often made a lot better. Often it isn't. Um, but I just think in terms of value, it has no value for me as a porn film. Mm whatsoever there is literally zero value for me as a porn film here and it has no value for me as a piece of entertainment all right well if our listeners would like to uh, get in touch tell us what you're wanking to right now um by the way listeners uh deep throat is readily available online if you if you want to watch it i watched it on xhamster.com there there is a deep throat too there's, yeah, there's quite a few other spin-offs and stuff. In there, but there was I an official Deep sequel. Two was made. R-rated, so yeah, I guess it's yeah, a lot yeah. tamer. Not a proper mm. porn film, just like a soft one. Oh, that's mm. disappointing. Um, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing none of us watched that, did we? No. No. <laughs> well, this has been Valentine's Day on Diminishing Returns. It has. Hope, you horny bastards! I, I hope you enjoyed. No. <laughs> um. Maybe maybe we'll do a proper film next year, okay? Um, yeah. <laughs> we've been trying to get a porn done for ages. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do more porn. I've been trying to get us to do Legends of the Overfiend for ages. That's uh, that's one of the infamous bits of like hentai animated porn. Next year, let's make a porn. <laughs> and then we can talk <laughs> and about it. And review it. Yeah, and then we can discuss our opinions of it. Sounds a great idea. Let's all make a porn. We'll bring it together. We'll do it like we did when we did the Finding Fatima commentary and all that. We'll all bring something we've created to the table. Okay. And then we can review each other's work. Well, we've been talking about remaking Night of the Living Dead for so long. I'm going to I'm gonna combine the two. <laughs> Actually, I don't like that. I have seen porn. There's a Jenna Jameson porn film where she fucks a zombie, like a a corpse comes back to life in the morgue and fucks her and he's got like zombie eyes on and he's going like, <laughs> and it's it's like, I hate it, because it's like really hot, like her, but then she's fucking a zombie, so it's like, well, I can't get off on this, because it's like a fucking corpse that's minging. 
It sounds a little bit up your street, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want to fuck zombies. I'm if it not... was the other way around, it'd be fine. If it was a woman, it was a zombie. I'm not Tina mm, out of Bob's Burgers, where that is a running joke that she is into zombies sexually. I do not like zombies in that way. I would be scared it might try and bite me while I was fucking it. If you're so, lucky. That's what the gag's for. <laughs> you can't let a zombie deep throat you, Alan. It'll bite the <laughs> cock off. I've seen that happen yeah, in at I least three that. zombie movies, right? Boy Eats Girl, <laughs> that's not a porn movie, that's just the name Oof. of the film. Boy Eats Girl and at least two others where someone goes down on someone, turns into a zombie while they're going down on them, and you hear like the noise of a Foley guy biting into an apple, and then the guy goes, <laughs> ah! <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.